Hey there, fellow parent entrepreneurs. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to join us here on The Kenza Pod. My name is Tiffany Jones. I'm the co-founder and CEO of The Kenza Collective, where we empower and educate parents who are making the transition from working for the man to working for themselves. Our goal is to help you create a life where you have autonomy, freedom, and the power to dictate how you spend your days, all based on your family's unique needs. So if you're ready to hand in your notice and experience the freedom that comes from working for yourself, or if you've already done it and are in the trenches trying to manage all the pieces, you're in the right place. Be sure to check out kenzacollective.com for all kinds of resources specifically geared toward the busy working parent. And thanks again for being here. Now let's get into the episode. Well, hello there. Welcome to the Kenza Pod. This is Tiffany Jones, CEO and co-founder of the Kenza Collective. It is just me today, and I wanted to talk to you about five ways that you can stand out of the crowd, wow your clients, keep them coming back for more, and keep them referring you to people in their network. Although I will say, if you're too good, they won't want to refer you because they'll want to keep you all for yourself. (laughs) But that's the dream, right? So I'm going to go over five ways you can do this. And this information is coming from two places. One is a lot, all of my years of experience working with clients and observing and learning along the way of what really makes a great client experience. And on the other side of being a client and experiencing what it's like to be treated as a client and some good things and bad things that I've seen along the way. And so some of these might seem obvious to some of you, but you will be surprised at how many people this clearly isn't obvious for (laughs) because I've seen people not do some of these things. Um, So let's get into it, shall we? All right. So number one, And this is really kind of the rest of them fall under this umbrella, but really what you want to be doing is putting a big focus on your client's experience and make everything easy. Reduce any friction you have between them and you. And that goes for the very beginning of your relationship, even before they, you guys have talked. So your website and all that kind of stuff, which we'll get into, but all the way through the process, all the way till the very end. So things, little things like don't ask them a question that you could go find out for yourself. And I know that seems really simple, but for real, like don't put more tasks and more burden on your clients that you don't need to be doing. If you can kind of provide a bit of like a white glove service to them where you're just taking care of everything for them, reminding them of things, following up on things, we're going to get to that in a minute too, that is going to make their lives easier. And when you, as, as a client, if when you hire someone that makes your life easier and does a really great job at whatever service they're providing, that is a keeper. So just make sure, go through your process from beginning to end, from filling out a contact form all the way to offboarding a client and see if there's any friction in part of that. So here's an example. The other day I was working with one of my mentoring students and she had created this great form for people to fill out if they were interested in uh, booking just a 30 minute sort of discovery call with her. And it was through Calendly. And 
in that form, she was asking some basic questions, name, email, blah, blah. But then she got into some really deep questions like, what are your business's top three pain points? And what do you feel like are your strengths? And some of these questions take a lot of like deep thinking. And if you think about it, in that moment, that person is not really like, they are not um, engaged with you yet. They're not sold on you yet. They're just trying to book a call. And if you've got someone all the way to the book a call page, and they are filling out their details. The last thing you want to do is scare them away with big questions, things that are making them think, things that are making them go, um, you know what, I'll come back to this later. You don't want that to happen. So that's a good example of reducing friction. And so what I told this particular person, what I, my advice to her was to remove all of that, ask the bare bones, have them book a time, give their name, give their email, and maybe one other question that's like a checkbox. They don't have to think about it. They just have to check something that's like a fact. And I think she left in like, how many employees do you have and gave five different options or something. It was just a checkbox. Super easy. And you would e might even consider removing that because again, you can get that information later. And then if you want to follow up after they've booked it and ask them a couple of specific questions to help you prepare for the call, I think that's great. But again, don't create more friction than necessary. If you want to ask those, ask those questions, make sure they're really important and you truly need that information before your call. And those aren't things that you can just ask. You want to make things easy on your clients. So that's number one. So I would recommend the action item here is to go through your entire process from top to bottom and see where, especially in that early phase when people are just trying to get in touch with you, see where you can reduce friction. Okay. Number two show genuine interest for their brand, for their mission, for their company, for what they're trying to do. So do your research, add a personal touch to your interactions from that very first intro email all the way to the wrap up email. Mention a couple details about their business or their story that you really truly connect with. Show them that you are genuinely interested in what they're hoping to accomplish. This came up for me recently, um, a couple months ago, we were looking for a new podcast producer and I got a bunch of emails and uh, of people sort of applying for this position. And, and I needed to weed some people out without having to like, you know, email and interview all these people. And the biggest thing that I did to weed people out was anyone who I could tell was just sending a copy and paste email and did not personalize or express any true interest in what we were trying to do at Kenza, I just deleted their email. And that's how I weeded through them. The reason for that is that we pour a lot of heart and soul and money and time and energy into this company. And if I'm going to bring someone on board, I want them to care about what we're, what we're trying to do and, and what we're up to. Now that doesn't mean that like they have to be in my target audience or, um, that they had to have known about us beforehand or anything like that. It could be anybody, but if they show like, Hey, this is really cool. What you're doing. I know that this is, you know, the problem you're trying to solve is a really great problem to be trying to solve. I love how you wrote this. I listened to this podcast episode and it was so good. This was my takeaway, like show some interest and show some genuine enthusiasm. Um, and that is going to help you stand out from the crowd. Number three, follow up. Do not be afraid to follow up. Remember your clients are busy. You are just one part of their very busy world. 
So if you sent an email that you needed them to reply to, like you asked a question or you needed something from them and you haven't gotten it, don't be afraid to nudge them, okay? Think about it from both points of view. On your side, you might be feeling like, oh, I don't wanna bug them, I'm sure they'll get to it, I don't want them to annoy me, but on their side, they're busy and they have a lot of stuff going on. They probably have a lot of emails to get through. And I can tell you 100% every time that my um, VA, shout out to Rebecca, when she nudges me about something, hey, were you able to get that thing to me? Or have you thought about this yet? Or what were you thinking about that? Don't forget this is due tomorrow, whatever it is. I am so thankful and I try to not have to make her do that, right? But at the same time, that is kind of part of her job, you know, to make sure that we're staying on top of things, to lead me, to be a leader in the relationship. And this is something you'll hear us talk about a lot, and me specifically when it comes to the client experience, the importance of showing up as a leader in the relationship. And a leader leads people and to lead people, you need to follow up. So if you aren't doing this, you're sending a message to them that you're too busy, that you have forgotten, that you're not interested in following up on whatever this task is. That is not the message that you want to send. So whether you have presented a proposal and then sent it over to them and haven't heard back, or you are already engaged with the client and you are you know, now working on the project together, don't be afraid to follow up with them. Of course, there comes a time when you can get annoying, but trust me, it will be, you won't get there. <laughs> It'll take a lot to get to that point, all right? So follow up. Number four, always be looking for ways to delight your clients by going above and beyond. So here are some of the ways that you can do that that kind of stand out from the crowd. You could pitch a project to them that's gonna help their business. And I talk about this in one of our other episodes a while back, we'll link in the show notes here about as a, as a project is wrapping up, if you were really enjoying working with this client, looking for ways to improve their business in other areas that you are suited to do and pitching that project to them. This goes back to point number one of making things easy for them. So they may think or have had a thought or have mentioned something to you like, oh man, I wish that you could do this or we really need this thing done. Pay attention to those things and pitch that to them as you're concluding a project you're working on or you know, as you're looking for kind of the next thing to be doing with them. Another way to go above and beyond is to connect them with people in your network to help them with something they need done. So again, this is kind of like listening. This takes a good amount of listening to your clients to um, hear what they're saying, hear what they're requesting, hear what their pain points in their business are, and find ways to go above and beyond to help solve those problems for them. So it could be just an offhanded comment that they make on a phone call. Like, oh, maybe they're looking for something for you in their Google Drive and it's super, they're like, oh man, this thing is so unorganized. I can never find anything. It drives me nuts. Pick up on that. Is that something that you could help them with? Do you know someone who could help them with that? Pitch it to them, help them. I'm telling you again, as a business owner, those types of things are super helpful. And I will definitely spend money with someone who is coming to me with a solution to a problem that they heard that I have, all right? Other ways you can go above and beyond is to promote their business on social media, on your LinkedIn profile, on your Instagram, on your Facebook, whatever you use. 
show them how much you care because you are using your name and your brand to promote their business, their website launch, their marketing campaign, whatever it is, promote it and show them that you actually care. Just a really nice way to delight your clients. Um, at the end of your engagement, send them a thank you or do Christmas thank yous for all of your clients. Um, make it really nice. Invest some money in it. Show them that you are top-notch, white glove, will go above and beyond, the best consultant they could work with, well worth the money because of all these little touches along the way. So again, find ways to delight your clients and send the message to them that they are more than just another client on your roster. They're a company, they're a person, they're a team that you truly believe in. And then number five, make sure that it's really clear what it is that you do, the services that you offer, and the problem that you problems or problem that you solve for your clients. So this applies to your website, your social, your LinkedIn, and any other place that a potential client can find you online. I want you to remember how important your online presence is because it is typically the very first impression that a potential client is going to have of you before they even get a chance to talk to you. So here's something that I have been noticing a lot. I've been talking to a lot of people in our community, and if you're listening right now and we've talked, thank you. It's been so exciting to just have really cool conversations and connect with like-minded parents out there who are trying to make all of this work. But there is one thing that I've been noticing is that our some of the websites I've been seeing, I feel like are not adequately capturing what I'm hearing in the phone calls. So I will have a great call with someone, understand the services they offer, um, what they're trying to do, their experience, their background, and everything, everything they bring to the table for a potential client. But when I go to their website, I don't see that same information reflected as clearly and as powerfully. Whether it's copy that's not great, um, kind of a, a website or a homepage that kind of lacks a good flow to it. Maybe the graphics are a little cluttered and not as professional. I'm seeing this problem over and over. And what's going on here is I, uh, the other thing that I'm hearing from a lot of people is that they don't know how to describe themselves. So how do I say when my grandma asked me at Thanksgiving this year, what I'm doing, what do I do? I don't know how to say it to them, or I'm registering for a business address, or I'm going you know, to a networking event or something. And someone asked me, so what do you do? People are struggling to kind of come up to say what that is. And if you can't even say that in person, and then you are trying to also do that on your website, you're gonna have a problem here because potential clients are gonna to come to your site who are maybe referred to you, and if they don't really understand what you do or how you could help them or the problem you're solving, and then even worse, there's no real clear call to action, and, and maybe that call to action then, if they do actually get to that point, is has a lot of friction in it, those people are just gonna drop off. And this is kind of that like invisible part of your business that you don't really see. It's like when you leave money on the table, you don't necessarily realize it because it's not like you ever had the money and then you lost it. It's like these people are coming to your site and they're not converting. And there's a reason for that. This is really common because a lot of you out there have never had experience or training in what it takes to write copy for the web which is a very specific skill set, but one that I believe can be learned. 
And then beyond that, how to even lay out a website, like before you even get to building a website and, you know, reskinning a template on Squarespace or whatever it is you choose to do, do you even understand the hierarchy of information that should be on a homepage and how many menu items you should or shouldn't have at the top and what the call to action should be or shouldn't be? These are things that you just, you haven't gone through. You haven't learned this stuff and you can do all this work to put together the services you're going to offer, the prices you're going to do and have this amazing background. But if your website does not properly reflect you and the work that you're doing and the problems you solve, you're missing out on potential great clients. So I say all of this because I have become really passionate about trying to teach people how to do this, that I actually partnered up with Lisa Coombs, who is the founder of Simple Story Solutions, which is a copywriting agency, um, and they specifically help entrepreneurs communicate with their ideal clients through really powerful copywriting. Um, and her and I have partnered up to create a two-day workshop called Launch a Website You're Proud Of, a two-day workshop to help you clarify your message and launch a website that connects. Now look, it can be really expensive to hire a professional copywriter, but sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes in the beginning, when you're really trying to get clear on what you're trying to say, you want someone to come in and really work alongside you and you're willing to spend that money. Thousands of dollars it can take. I spent thousands of dollars to get the messaging for Kenza done. But here's the problem is that you might get some really great copy done or you might get some really good messaging done. But what happens as your business evolves and you need to rewrite your homepage or what happens when you need to create a sales page for a service you're offering or product you're offering um, and you don't want to go out and hire someone else? Maybe you don't have the budget for it. And so what are you left with? Well, you're left struggling to try and figure out how to write the best copy, to try and take what someone else did before and kind of copy it and finagle it, even though your business has changed a lot since then. Wouldn't it be better if you could actually learn how this works, learn a simple framework that's gonna help you successfully write your own copy, no matter where you are in your business, no matter how it evolves, no matter what kind of web page you're trying to put together? That's what I wish I had done in the beginning, is instead of hiring out to have someone do it for me, I wish I had hired out to have someone work alongside of me and teach me how this all works, help me write my own stuff and then review it and refine it and give me feedback and show me how I could have done better and how I can do better in the future. And then I would have been much more empowered going forward to be able to do this for myself. And what about your website? So if you're struggling to kind of know what you should say on your website, how to lay it out, how to understand what should be at the very top, what should be the next section, what should be the section after that, what should be the section after that, and what should be the final call to action or what your menu items should be, this workshop is going to help you figure all of this out. So within two days, so it's probably gonna be um, one day and then at least a week or maybe two weeks in between the second day. And these are just gonna be half days, like three or four hours. You are going to walk, with, walk away with a powerful one-liner that you're gonna be able to use on your website, social media, LinkedIn, emails, verbally when people ask you what, you're gonna, what you do. You are going to be creating a website or a homepage wireframe 
that we will fill in with copy and you're going to be able to work one-on-one -on -one with a professional copywriter to review that copy, to refine it, to give you feedback and to help you understand how all of this works so that you can take that knowledge and apply it in the future. So when you're done with the workshop, you're going to have that one-liner. You're going to be really clear on how to properly communicate what it is you do. You're going to have a homepage wireframe that you can hand over to someone for implementation, or you can go do yourself or redo the one you have. And you're going to have all the knowledge and training that you need to create the rest of your website pages, your about page, your services page, your contact page. It's a simple formula. It's a simple structure that you are going to learn to be able to do this effectively. So again, the whole theme of this podcast episode is standing out from the crowd. And this is one of the main key biggest ways for you to stand out because all the other stuff, delighting your clients, reducing the friction, making their lives easier, doesn't really matter if you are not connecting and converting clients that are coming to your website. So if this is something that you're interested in, please check out the link in our show notes to read more details and sign up for the workshop. The spots are incredibly limited. We're keeping it to under 10 people so that we just make sure that each person is getting that personalized one-on-one -on -one attention. Um, we have not nailed down the exact dates yet. So we are collecting signups right now. It's a hundred bucks, a refundable hundred dollar deposit to hold your spot in line. And then once signups close, we're going to reach out to everyone to finalize the dates and um, take final payment and kind of get started with everything. So go check out that link, share it with someone if you think it could be helpful for them. And beyond that, I hope that these other tips were really helpful for you. And I really encourage you to just put a huge focus on your client's experience from top to bottom. And again, those five tips are to focus on their experience make everything easy, reduce the friction. Number two, show genuine enthusiasm for their brand. Number three, don't be afraid to follow up, be the leader, be the guide in this relationship, be the expert. Number four, constantly look for ways to go above and beyond. Now, one thing I didn't say when I was talking about this one is I'm not encouraging you to go out of scope here, okay? It's not about that. This is about listening to your clients and finding ways that you can delight and surprise them to show them that they are more than just another client to you. And then number five, make sure across your entire online presence that it is clear the problems you solve what it is that you actually do and how you can help your clients. All right. I hope you have a great day and I hope this was helpful. I'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Kenza Collective to stay in touch. And if you have a moment, please drop a review for this podcast so that we can reach more parents and help them create a life and a living that actually works for their families. Have a great day.